All right, Shabbos say good morning, good morning. Let us begin. So we are continuing Emir Tzashem today in Parak Yud Gimel, chapter 13. Now we are picking up with the section titled Klal Hadover. So the Ramchal says the general rule is as follows. So amazing. At this point in time, what's become clear, and this is actually a very, a very overwhelming statement, everything in this world poses a danger. Which is what Ramchal is saying over here. And I will say, by the way, we understand this truth. Again, the beauty of the Ramchal is sometimes he says things which seem like very over the top and very heavy, but the truth is they're incredibly balanced. And he's right. Everything is a potential danger because as Ramchal has demonstrated, overindulgence or excess, even in the most permitted of items, ultimately could lead one to go ahead and sin. So now that we know that there is danger in everything, how could we not praise a person who essentially wants to live a life of precious? How can we not praise a person who wants to go ahead and create that protective barrier for himself, even within the realm of that which is permitted? Zeu is that inyon prishas hatov, and I will say this is the, this is good prishos. What's good prishos? Shleikach mina olam b'shum shimosh shumishtamish mimenu elamashu muchrach ba mipnei atzorech asher lo b'tivo elav. I will say what's good prishos? Good prishos means, and this is this is also like a fascinating statement. Precious means, good, good precious is, a person only takes that which he needs from this world in accordance with his needs and his nature. Now, I'll say, of course, what's the, what's the open-ended word over here? Need. Right? Need. Because, again, remember, what one person terms a need, another person, one, one person terms a necessity, another person may term a luxury. What one person terms a luxury, another person may term a necessity. Okay. So, obviously, we've seen already that the concept of precious itself is totally and fundamentally subjective. But the idea is at least to think about in life. I will say, can you imagine just a mindset in life where I only take and utilize what I need? Okay, maybe I have a little bit of an expansive definition as to what a need is, but at least I'm trying to create some sense of boundary for myself. So positive precious is where a person takes from the world that which they need. We saw this before when Rebbe himself Rabbi himself, when he was leaving this world, said, I only enjoyed of this world that which I needed. Even though Rabbi, as the Nasi, as the head of the Jewish people, had access to an incredible amount of wealth, had access to an incredible amount of material enjoyment, yet he himself limited himself to that which he needed. So here, the Gemara is just describing over here the incredible wealth of Rebbe. Quoting a Pasuk from Parshish Tolos, so we don't have to get into the example, but the idea is Rebbe had incredible access to wealth, and yet, again, he didn't overindulge. And I will say, which, again, is an incredible idea. It's one thing, you know, not to overindulge because you just don't have the wealth, or not to overindulge because you just don't have the gashmias, but to have access to it, and then to place a healthy limitation on oneself. Not because anyone is, uh, is prohibiting me to anything, but because I am making a conscious decision to limit 
my level of material indulgence because I recognize I have to set boundaries. Because if I don't set boundaries, as again, the Ramchal is already pointing out to us, one could get themselves into all kinds of trouble. So that's an example of Rebbe. Another Rebbe, remember, he's just recording the examples. Remember again, the, the Ramchal quoted the Chizkiyo had on his table a lot of vegetables, a little bit of meat, a little, uh, right, a little bit of meat and a lot of vegetables. It wasn't, it wasn't because of his health, right, health concerns or a diet, but because again, Chizkiyo decided to limit his intake of meat, even though he was the king and of course had access to all of this. And I both say, again, the Ramchal has recorded many different things, attesting to this same exact dynamic, that a person should go ahead and create a healthy sense of precious, a healthy sense of limiting material indulgence, in order that one not come to Sakana. Good. So again, so now we've established healthy precious. Again, we're going to come back and loop back and talk about, and talk about unhealthy precious. But healthy precious, the, the kind of the, 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 the guide or the framework of healthy precious is I limit my material intake in accordance with my needs because I don't want to come to a state of overindulgence. For overindulgence will get me into trouble. What's a need? What's overindulgence? Okay, that every person has to know for themselves in the particular situation in which they are in. Then Tishavatomar. And a person will ask, Imkame, Aphosh is a government starikamukrach. If precious is so important and necessary, Lama lo gazra lo chacham kemoshe gazra alasiagos vitakarosh gazru. So we'll say, listen to this. Rambam says, if precious is so important, why didn't Chazal make halachos for precious? In other words, if it's so important and it's the key to avoiding all of the pitfalls of life, because everything is a danger, so why didn't Chazal legislate precious? The same way they legislated every single other protective barrier. So the Gemara says, Mm-hmm. says the answer is obvious. We'll say, watch this. This is incredible. In general, Chazal only make a takana or only make a halacha if they feel the majority of the congregation has the ability to uphold it. The general principle. You don't legislate a law that the general populace cannot uphold. Listen to what he writes. This is so beautiful. Remember again, the beginning of this chapter, said that up until now, the pieces that we've been focusing on are the necessary ingredients to become a tzaddik. From precious and on, we're focusing on the ingredients to become a chassid. Wherein lies the difference between a tzaddik and a chassid? A tzaddik is one who lives up to expectations. A chassid is one who surpasses expectations. Tremchas is something amazing. Halacha is designed, halacha is designed to allow us to be tzaddikim. That's what halacha is designed for. Halacha is not designed to allow us to be chassidim. Why? Because most people can't be chassidim. Most people can be tzaddikim. See, I'm saying, good, it's, it's interesting to talk about this, right? A new test case lady, the yard site of the Maggid of Mezrich. Right? The Mezrich of Maggid, the yard site is today. So pretty incredible, talking about chassidim versus tzaddikim. So interestingly enough, 
So again, the Israel says this is so profound. So halacha is, is instituted for the masses. The masses are capable of becoming a tzaddik, living up to divine expectation. The masses are not capable of becoming chassidim, of surpassing expectations. So therefore, halacha does not, does not legislate to become a chassid, because the truth is that's not the expectation. Halacha legislates for becoming a tzaddik. It's so incredible. Ach, hasridim, in order to become a chassid, to surpass expectations, what do you need? I have to become a chassid. So I will say, precious is part of the ingredient to become a chassid. But because that's not the expectation of the masses, therefore it's not brought down, not legislated in normative halacha. But those of us who want to strive to be a chassid, which is all of us, we all want to strive to surpass expectations, ultimately, again, there are these sidriya pishos. So that's why, again, the Ramchal says, you won't necessarily find it, well, not necessarily, you won't find this, you won't find this, like, brought down in Shulchan Aruch about how to do this, nor will you find an exact science on this, because this is incredibly personal. This is for the individual, ultimately, again, who wants to strive to become, who wants to strive to become something bigger. He goes on, he says, Since it's impossible for an entire nation, everyone to come up to the same level, she will say again, it's such a profound statement. We think Yisrael, there are different levels. Everyone in accordance with their seichel. Within the Klal, you'll find what he calls Yechidei Skula. Yechidei Skula are unique individuals who hold themselves to a higher level. Who again, ultimately go ahead and prepare themselves. Right, with Ahana Gimur in a profound way, profound way, Va'al Yide Hamuchanim, Yisku Gam Habilti Muharim Alavasa Yisbar Fashar Shinoso. So both said it's actually pretty incredible. So what's a, so the so for the Chassid, for the Chassid, he's gonna hold himself to a higher level. The part the first step in Chasidos is Prishos. Dranchal says again, so you're not gonna find Chazal legislating this. Because Chazal legislate halacha for the masses. The masses are perfectly, uh, for the masses, what's the expectation? Become a tzaddik. Become a tzaddik. But for those ultimately who want something more, for those who are prepared for something more, ultimately, again, they strive for chasidos. They strive for preachers. And I will say, here the Rebbe explains, and by the way, for the individuals who strive for chasidos, they lift up the masses together with them. And this is really incredible. There is no expectation that everyone becomes a chassid. The expectation is that each of us strive to become a tzaddik. But for those who want to try to become chassidim, when they push themselves to this higher level, understand what happens? They lift up everyone else along with them. Look what he writes about the greatest metaphor for this are the four different parts of the lulav. What happens in the lulav? Remember again, we know, famous statement of the Tsar, that, that each part of the lulav represents a different member of Klaudi Sira, right? From the Esrog representing the greatest of Tzadikim, 
ultimately again to the Aravos, representing the basis of the Jewish people. And yet, again, what's the halacha? You put them all together, you shake them together, that's the mitzvah. Why? Because the esrog is able to lift up everyone else. The lulav is able to lift up those below him until even the arav is lifted up. So this is incredible. Even though we are not all obligated to become chasidim, but when some of us try to reach that level, it lifts up the rest of us. It's so beautiful. So this, this story over here that is coming from the Yushami in Trumos is an incredible, incredible story where essentially Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi acted in accordance with Halacha. We're not getting into the whole story right now because truth is, we don't have time for it. But Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi acted in accordance with Halacha. Right? Straight law. As a result, Ilyo stopped talking to him. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi fasted for 40 days. Ilyo come, came to him again. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says, Hey, what, what, what happened? Why did you stop talking to me? And ultimately, Rabbi Yeshua, Ilyo said, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, why did you conduct yourself in accordance with the way you conducted yourself? So Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says, What do you want from me? I act in accordance with halacha. So Ilyo so so tells him, In halacha, was it Mishnah's Chasidim? Right? Halachas for Tzadikim. Halachas for Tzadikim. You're a Chasid. You should have gone above and beyond. So Elio stopped talking to him ultimately because he started acting like a Tzadik and stopped acting like a Chasid. Okay? So again, I will say, but the idea, incredible, incredible, you sowed, not everyone has to be a Chasid, but when those amongst us try to strive for Chasidus, they lift up the rest of us as well. And now again, the Ramchal answers his own million dollar question. If precious is so important, if precious is indeed so incredibly necessary, then at the end of the day, why isn't it legislated? Because halacha, legislation of halacha, is to allow us to become a tzaddik. To become a precious is allow us to achieve the next level, ultimately again, of chasidos. That's personal. That's not for the masses. We don't need all of Klal Yisrael doing it, but as long as some of us do it, it lifts up there. So we'll say, we'll stop over here for today. Tomorrow, Mirat Hashem, we finish Parakir Gimel. And we'll say, tomorrow we'll loop back and ultimately just define what negative pre is. All right, we'll say,